As Protestants and Catholics, we worship the same God, we just do it a little differently. For example, Protestants worship God in their Bible studies, fellowship, and spirit-filled services. And Catholics worship God in their beautiful cathedrals, liturgies, and sacred traditions. But that's no reason to behave like prideful little children in the Father's house, fighting over who God loves more, just because we think our way is the best way. For there is no distinction between Jews and Gentiles, and there is no distinction between Protestants and Catholics. The same Lord is Lord of all, and is generous to all who call on Him. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. We are all God's children, but the enemy has us distracted and divided against ourselves. Meanwhile, he's destroying our families and robbing our children of their future. We must join forces. Let's stop talking about how we are different and start talking about how we are all the same in our struggles. We are all broken and we all need a savior named Jesus. We like this idea so much we created Broken Catholic, the number one podcast in the world for Protestants and Catholics. Now close your eyes and take a listen as everyday Christians reveal shocking before and after stories of how they resisted or cooperated with God's plan for their life and what happened next. Today, my featured guest is Danielle Clark, and you can find her at entrepreneurcitylive.com. That's entrepreneurcitylive.com. Danielle is an international best-selling author, She's a speaker and she's the CEO of Entrepreneur City Live Events and works with influencers and mission-based entrepreneurs to help them create impact, influence, and powerful platforms. With over a decade of experience in online marketing and business strategy, she supports six-figure and seven-figure business owners, maybe like you, in building their dream business while creating impact in the world. Now, what's great about this, I just gave her, I just gave her business bio, yeah. and you know what I stand for, BC Nation. I stand for building faith into your business. So how do we knock down that wall, right, that separates who you are on Sunday from who you are Monday through Saturday, right? And, and really knock it down and bring your faith and your beliefs into your business. So we're going to talk about all things entrepreneurial and all things God in this conversation. And I know that probably just touched something for you. This, that resonates with you. Why? Because nobody else is talking about this. That's what we talk about here on Broken Catholic. So Danielle, welcome to the show. Go ahead and fill in some of the gaps in that intro, would you? Yeah. Well, I it was you did such a wonderful job. Oh my gosh, that's the best uh, bio reading I've ever had. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess the gaps are, I'm, I'm actually Catholic, born and raised. Um, been a faith-based girl since a very young age in a very small town. So faith was everything in our town um, growing up in Northern Maine. And uh, I have really, you know, asked God into my life whenever we're moving forward in anything. And it's almost a daily thing. I, I would like to say daily, but I, there's a couple days where I'm so busy. I, I can't even like remember my name. So, um, <laughs> but prayers are, are always in part of what I do with life and business. So I really do lead, um, the path as I'm called to. <laughs> Got it. And thanks for being real about that and just yeah. sharing your humanity that you're not on every single day. Yeah. And BC nation, I know you're not on every single day. I know I'm not on every single day. Some days I totally forget and get caught up in myself. Let's just be real about it. I get caught up in my own humanity as you do. 
So Danielle does as well. All right, Danielle, share something personal about you that very few people in your business life actually know. Oh, okay. I was thinking about this. And I, you know, one of the funniest things that people are really surprised is that I was actually a soil judger in college. What does that mean? Uh, we judge soil pits. <laughs> so we- <laughs> I would have never guessed that. I thought you meant like you spiritually judged people for their messy lives, like their soil. Okay, got it. No, no. I, my degree is in environmental science and... <laughs> Which people are really fascinated because I, I do digital marketing, but I actually use a scientific approach. Um, but one of the, I did soil and water concentration and I joined the soil judging team. So we went to other states and stepped into, you know, about a five foot deep pit and judged the soil profile and all that really geeky stuff now let me ask you does ego come into that conversation and like do you ever had that that conversation my soil's better than your soil <laughs> well when we were going to other states yeah you know the midwestern just like we can we can grow corn like no one's business you guys just grow potatoes up there listen i'm, I'm from new york right and in new york we're like we got the best water in the country our tap water beats bottled water down here in tampa florida <laughs> Let's just be real about it. You guys pay a dollar plus for your bottle of water. We drink it straight from the tap and it's better. So Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, I guess this could definitely come into play for water too, right? Yeah, for sure. So I'm a water judger. Look at that. I would even know it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. So let's get into the spiritual game. Now, yeah. Startup Na- uh, sorry, BC Nation. See, I have two podcasts. I confuse myself sometimes. Yeah. So BC Nation, Broken Catholic Nation. I brought um, Danielle on the show today because I, I want to talk about what God's been doing in her life. And she's very business entrepreneurial. Um, but how does you know, faith really show up in her walk? Uh, both in the marketplace and in church, her church life, right? So let's get into that. Uh, first off, Danielle, when did you first, well, let me let me uh, set a stage here sure. and give context. I think uh, so many people, Christian, Catholic, Protestant, whatever label they identify with, uh, we grow up uh, knowing of God, what yeah. we've been taught generationally passed down to us. But very few of us, I'd say like, less than 3% of us, of Christians, have ever experienced God in a very real and tangible way, as real as you and I talking right now, like in our heart, not in our head. Has that happened for you? If so, when did that happen for you? And walk us through that quick story. Yeah, so I think that this story um, really kind of sets the precedent where my journey's been for like the past three, four years. And um, I... I really wasn't living a faith-based life. I was just living and I was not thriving. I was surviving. Um, I was running businesses, two businesses, implementation, um, didn't feel great and overwhelming being a mom. I've got three daughters. They were all much younger than they are now. Um, So it was stressful, you know, and uh, just one morning it got to me, like everything got to me. And I didn't love myself for one. I didn't appreciate myself. I thought I was failing um, at everything, not just the business parts of it, um, but also being a a good mom and being a present mom, being a present whole person. And um, I just dropped to my knees and, and uh, bawled, you know, just 
ugly cry, snot dripping down, all that good stuff. And I make a little fun <laughs> because it, it is as emotional as it was, you know, if I was outside looking at him, like, look at her. <laughs> She's what a mess. Oh, like, what a hot mess. Um, but at that moment, I just called out and I said it out loud and I don't even know. I'm like, God, please just show me what it is I need to do so that I'm, I'm not just surviving because this is not where I want to be. This is not my best life. This is not my best self. And uh, I, I stopped crying. I felt this really big presence and like, it was like a hug almost like it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. You're going to be okay. You're going to be more than okay. And from that day forward, I really started to step into who I truly was and every day, and it's, it's not, I'm not there every day. I'll, I'll admit it. Some days I really have to work into stepping into that faith that I'm on the right path, that I'm, that I'm answering the call and my humanness and my ego gets in the way a lot too. Um, but since that day, I've really put an effort forward to, to, to have faith and know that even when things don't look great, I know I'm on the right path. I know I'm answering the call and the call is, to step out in a much bigger way. Mm. BC Nation, I'm really enjoying what Danielle just created there for us in this conversation is that if that's missing in your life, if you've never truly experienced God, like in your heart in a real intangible way, like she just described, most likely it's because you haven't fallen to your knees low enough. You have to sometimes, I think, I believe, uh, get to that breaking point and maybe you're not there yet, and that's why it hasn't happened. What's really cool is that you can actually create it. Like you can literally intentionally create the breaking point rather than life create it for you. And I've seen yeah. both schools of thought, right? I've seen life knock me down so hard that I was at the bottom. I hit my rock bottom and I cried out angry at God, right? And God met me right there in my brokenness. And then I've seen at other times in my life where life hadn't broken me yet, but I saw I was like where I was headed or what wasn't working. I was just kind of like coasting through life, like you said, Danielle. Mm -hmm. And I intentionally like got lower and say, Lord, is this all there is for me? Like I want more like what you said. So BC Nation, you can do that. Like you could get to the point of what Danielle said. I didn't love myself. I was a failing mom. Maybe you're feeling that and you're connecting with that. Or you're a failing dad. Or maybe you're not feeling any of that. You're just kind of like existing and asking, is this all there is? Get low with God and, and get angry if needed, but get real. That's what God wants. God wants real. There's intimacy and in real. And just say, is this it? Like, I want more. Show me how. Show me what. Show me how much you love me, Father. And so many times we don't have that conversation and we miss out. We haven't experienced God. And I, and I love it because that experience you had, Danielle, mm -hmm. was the father's embrace, mm -hmm. right? It's yeah. your heavenly father embracing you. And, and, and nobody told you it's going to be okay. You just knew it in that yeah. moment, right? Yeah. And that changes everything. All right. Awesome. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, absolutely. What are three tips or strategies? I'm all about these things, girl. Mm -hmm. What are three tips or strategies in the spiritual space mm -hmm. to get to that place of real with God so that my listener can experience God? Like, what would you say to my listener right now who's never experienced God? Mm -hmm. They don't know how. 
but they want to, and they know it's missing. What are like your top three tips or strategies for them? Yeah. So I think that the first thing I would do, and it's, it's kind of like what I, when I talk about mindset work, it's that, you know, first thing is acknowledgement. So even if you're not feeling like, you know, God right now, there, I guarantee there are past experiences where he's popped in (laughs) or you've done something without knowing why. And it led you into something amazing. So, you know, first thing is acknowledging all the times where something amazing has happened and you don't even know how it came forward. It just did. It was very natural and organic. So, um, cause once we can acknowledge, then we can start stepping into, um, the truth of it and accepting more. It's, it's the same thing with gratitude. And that's the second part, which is having the gratitude, like, wow, you know, something really amazing happened. I don't know how it did. I'm really grateful. Um, I know there was, there was God presence there when that happened. So that gratitude, of course, and the feeling of it, that's the other thing we can think gratitude all the time, but the feeling is where, um, the gratefulness really shows up. And, and that's really when it embeds itself into your body. So, um, and that's not always easy to feel it. And, um, so, which so how means- do I, how do I feel it if I don't know how to feel it? Yeah. So I actually sit in it for a while. I think about it. <laughs> I think about it over and over again. So, um, what's a really good, okay. So right now we're right, right in the middle of our live events and I've had to acknowledge all these little miracles that have come and they are, they're miracles, like meeting certain people and, um, bringing in certain speakers. So I'll sit in it from like, wow, that really, that just kind of came out of nowhere, that conversation. And I think about all the ways that it could have gone where I wouldn't have met this person. And then I come back to how I did to the point where I'm almost in tears. So, mm. cause I'm so grateful. I'm like, wow, that really just happened for me. Like that was somebody, you know, something more bigger than me shaping this world in a way I, so that this happened for me. And then I, I'm almost in tears. I really like that. BC Nation, like really getting that these little moments, these little miracles are happening for you. Your life is happening for you. Yeah. It's not happening to you, right? And so many times that mindset is off that when we have to shift, it's like, yeah. God is there in those moments. And some of you may be in the skeptical place where you're like, oh, it's just a coincidence, Danielle. Yeah. And, and, and I challenge and I say, no, Danielle's saying it right. It's a God incident. Yeah. And it's just giving credit where credit's due and yeah. believing that you're loved. And I think that's what it all comes down to yeah. is if you don't truly believe you're loved by God, then, then of course you're not going to give him credit and you're going to think everything's an accident. You're an accident. Your life sucks. Right. And all this stuff. Well, that's one approach and you just got to ask yourself, is it working for you? Yeah. And I like to challenge that when people say that too, I'm like, out of all the what it takes to actually create a human being, like the miracle of creating a human being, all the different swimmers that come into the egg and the egg just being placed perfectly in that divine time. <laughs> You actually being here is a miracle in itself. Can I speak to that for a second? I just came across this great uh, scientific discovery research. So scientists have recently discovered that this amazing phenomenon happens the second that the sperm enter the egg, right? The conception of a human person. And do you remember God's first words revealed to us to man was let there be light yeah 
right? Let there be light. Did you know, BC Nation, did you know, Danielle, that the second, the moment that the sperm enters the egg at conception, it shoots off all these little atoms and electrons or whatever that actually burst into thousands and thousands. I forgot the actual scientific term. Uh, There's a combustion and light actually happens within the egg. And it's literally God saying, let there be light. In other words, let there be you. Mm-hmm. And he literally speaks you into existence. The same way he spoke the universe into existence. And I just think that's freaking fascinating. That is. That's beautiful. I love that. <laughs> like God is just so awesome. So BC Nation, know that you're not an accident. All right, let's get into uh, the mental game. Uh, of spirituality. Why do you think 90% of uh, people are struggling to find their purpose? I believe it's because they haven't found themselves. Mm. They're not loving themselves. They're um, not thinking that they're worthy for all the miracles that are coming forward. So, um, and I I, I get it. (laughs) I get it. I mean, to get to the point where um, every day I love myself, it has taken a lot of uh, reward rewiring of my thought process, rewiring of what, how I talk to myself, how I, and how I talk to other people and how I show up. So if, mm. if that's 90% of the people, I think it always goes back to, to loving ourselves more because when we can love ourselves more, you know, it's like, uh, Oprah and Lisa Nichols says about the, the loving of yourself and having that cup overfloweth. Like that's where, that's where when it's overflowing with you, with the self-love that you can pour that love onto everybody else. And it's so true. Mm. It's so true. I like that a lot. And I want to talk about self-love for a second because you and I were chatting about it before we got on the show here. And we've seen so many different people that are these spiritual healers and it's not to discredit them in any way, but many of them believe that they're divine goddesses and they are source and they are, you know, universe and and all this, these other uh, jargons now that are being very trendy. And what I've seen, what you've seen, I think, is uh, many of them um, haven't gone through their own healing themselves. And, and they're, they're walking trauma. They're literally showing up in life as brokenness, as uh, unforgiveness, and because they haven't gone into their own mess and let God heal them because they think they're the source. And, and I think there's a danger in this when you think you are God, and you start playing God and you start doing the self-idolatry and saying, oh, it's all self-love, self-love, self-love. Well, if it was all self-love, then, and you're God, why are you not healed? Why are you not perfect? Why is your, ni- your life not like without hurt, yeah. without pain, without suffering? What shows up for you in that? Yeah, I, I always feel like it's more of a partnership right with god and and us and the self-love and i i understand completely where you're coming from if and if people haven't healed and they're really not loving themselves if they haven't taken that step to accept themselves there then there is a piece missing with the self-love and and there is a partnership missing and it can feel and i know how that feels it feels extremely lonely like Mm. that that alone piece Right. And even if we are stepping out and, and um, as healers, but we still 
are reactive, then there are pieces that we haven't accepted of ourselves and we haven't partnered with God to show us the light in that either and to show us the way. Um, so I, everyone has their journey. Everyone mm. does. Um, there's no right or wrong way in my mind. There's just, you know, some people, it's how they partner and how they decide to partner and, and how they move forward. And um, yeah, I can, I can absolutely see the danger of what you're saying too, um, which is how can you heal other people if you haven't healed yourself? Mm. And uh, I guess my thought is, is that, you know, sometimes people really do teach what they need to learn most. Yeah. And and I'll piggyback on that. And I believe the reason why is because they, you can't actually heal yourself. Yeah. And I think that's a trendy thing that we're, society's telling, oh, just go heal yourself, love yourself, give yourself a big, you know, virtual hug or something. It doesn't actually work. It's like yeah. only God, only your creator, the one who knows every cell in your body, the one who said, let there be light at the moment of your conception and you came into existence only he can heal the broken parts of your heart yeah. that you don't even know how to access. It's, it's very surface layer though, isn't it? Um, whenever I think about whenever, when you're, you're t speaking with these people and like, I still feel like it's very surface that they're just scratching the surface. They haven't actually gone um, narrow and deep within themselves and that's, that's where I feel like there's a huge danger because there's, there's, um, they're not being honest either with themselves when they have done that. And why do you, uh, why do you think they're avoiding going narrow and deep into themselves? You know, I think it's fear-based. It is scary. It, it is scary to come face to face with, um, you know, all the things that are going to get mirrored back to you. Like, I mean, mm. who wants to sit there and, and uh, look at the bear and just like, you know, I, I am a hypocrite. I do judge other people um, and then turn around and do the other thing, you know, the same thing. And, you know, is, you know, is that the person that I am? And, you know, and then there's a judgment on that. And, and there doesn't have to be because we are human. We are, we're not perfect there. I honestly, I don't even strive for perfection. I strive for acceptance for mm. myself. And it is, it's scary to look yourself dead in the eye <laughs> and accept all parts, mm. all parts. I really get that, Danielle. It's like, it's, it's so difficult. It was difficult for me to look within at my ugly. Yeah. And I believe we all have an, our ugly, right? It's our broken, fallen nature. Yeah. But what's great is that when I realized I didn't have to save myself, and oh, by the way, I can't. Mm -hmm. And oh, by the way, I have a savior already. Well, that just set me free, right? And now, of course, there's a whole process of how to do that and everything. But it really goes back to what we started with is getting low, uh, you know, in God's presence and letting God be God and realizing you're not. Yeah. Well, you said it beautifully, too. I, I can't remember if it was at the beginning or before we jumped on and just like uh, getting real, getting real with God. It's yes. just like this. This is the real. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, God, look at me. I'm a mess. I need you. Right. There's so much freedom yeah. in that. And it's not a, uh, a lack of responsibility. It's like you said, it's acknowledging what's so 
acknowledging what's real and saying, listen, I'm a broken mess. I can be a hypocrite. I can be hurtful to people. I do hold back my forgiveness on people. I completely judge people who cut me off in traffic or drive slow in the left lane. There's no question (laughs) about it. I know I do that. I judge them. I make them wrong and I'm self-righteous about it. Yeah. And the the sooner I get real with that and then bring that to God every day, every morning in my quiet time and say, Lord, I did it again. (laughs) Ta-da. You know, there's just, I get to let go of it every day. Yeah. And and that's a beautiful, beautiful thing. So Danielle, can you believe we're out of time already, girl? Like (laughs) what a great, (laughs) I know, right? What a great conversation. Um, And we can have so many more. I think I'm going to bring you on my uh, other podcast, first 100 K we spoke about that. We'll iron out those details. However, uh, BC Nation, we're listening to Danielle Clark. You can find her at entrepreneurcitylive.com. That's entrepreneurcitylive.com. All right. So, Danielle, we're about to enter my favorite part. Welcome okay. to the confession round. Oh, okay. <laughs> you like that, right? <laughs> yeah. So, I'm going to ask you 10 quick fire questions. You'll have about oh, three seconds to answer each. Don't overthink it. It's just okay. for fun. Are you ready? Here we go. Yep. All right. Danielle, what's your favorite thing about God? Uh, the light that he shines. Mm, got it. What's your least favorite thing about God? Uh, pro- having to go to church every Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Darn it. I want to be at the beach. What are you most afraid of? I'm not good enough. Mm, I get that. What did you spend way too much time doing in your 20s? Uh, watching TV. <laughs> got it. Yeah. What secret fear do you have about people? That they're not going to love the real name. Yeah, got it. And what do you wish you had learned sooner about God? That he's always there, even in the hard times. Yeah. What's a new habit you want to form? I want to wake up earlier in the morning. Yeah, I got it. What's a bad habit you want to break? Going to bed too late. Yeah, they go together. <laughs> you know, uh, who knew? Pick three words to describe who you are now. Uh, encouraging faith-based and energetic. Yeah. I like that. Pick three words to describe who you were before you experienced God in your heart. Indecisive, um, inauthentic and, uh, a little shallow. Yeah. Mm, That's real. (laughs) Got it. And last question, Danielle, if you could come back to life after you died, look your family and eyes, your kids in the eyes. Yeah. And tell them only one piece of advice. What would you say to them? Love yourself. Mm. Love yourself, BC Nation. Any final wisdom? What's the one thing you want my listener to know about having a relationship with God versus not? It's always there for you. Even if you don't want to accept it right now, it's always there. Love it. All right. So BC Nation, do you love listening to this show, Broken Catholic? Do you love guests like Danielle Clark? Isn't she fun? Do you want more guests like her sharing their story, sharing their heart, sharing their brokenness, but sharing their joy and their victories as well? Does that inspire you in your own life? If it does, go ahead and subscribe to the show on iTunes if you haven't done so yet. And share the show with some of your friends. Stop being selfish with good content. 
share the show. And Danielle, I just wanted to say thank you for being on Broken Catholic. You are a great guest. I'd like to have you back on. And uh, thank you for being here. I wish you God's love, God's peace, and God's joy in your life. Oh, you too. Thank you so much. And, and thank you to the audience for listening. Absolutely. Have you tried absolutely everything and nothing has worked? Have you tried therapy? Have you tried coaching? Have you tried counseling, Christian counseling? Nothing's worked for you, for your spouse. You just want better communication. When you wake up, do you feel like you want to crawl under a rock in the morning time? Is your brain so scattered and foggy at this point that you're not following through with things? You're not keeping your word in the matter. You're letting people down, maybe your own spouse or kids. Do you have way too much on your plate and you're getting more and more frustrated, which is turning into anger? Are you battling addictions right now? Are you an amped up or frantic person with a lot of anxiety and you're off and on of bipolar and depression medicines? If any of these you connect with, then what I do is specifically this. I do not do therapy. I do not do counseling. Those are for people that want to talk about their problems or learn different ways to cope and manage their problems. I don't do that. Reach out to me if you want to get rid of your problems permanently. Like be done with the addiction. Be done with the medications. Be done with the escaping your life because you just feel so powerless in it. If you want those results and you want peace, it's what we all want. We're all chasing it. We had it as kids. We lost it. Life beat the crap out of us. If you want peace, that's what I sell. It's God's peace. So you can find that at josephwarren.net. You can schedule a call with me, complimentary. I'll contribute 30 minutes of my time into your life. We'll get clear on what you actually want. Then we'll see if we're, we want to work together. And that's me interviewing you to see if you're ready. Are you ready to do what it takes? Some people try to come to me, but they're not ready to be coachable. They're not ready to get rid of the problems. Again, if you don't want to talk about your problems anymore and you've tried everything and nothing has worked and you want to permanently get rid of them, go to josephwarren.net and let's see if I'm your guy.